Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, thanks for joining me. I hope today's a good day for you. In fact, I hope it's a great day. I hope it's a day that you can say, you know what? I'm so glad that I part of the family of God. I'm so glad that I can walk with the King of Kings. I'm so glad that I can listen to Christian radio, even if Pastor Tom gets a little crazy, I can listen to him. Then I can listen to Pastor Paul and and laugh myself silly and hear the truth. If I can just get out in the world and just be a living witness for him, hey, it's going to be a great day. You know, God has great things in store for you. And so I'm just... Uh, I'm going to share some a Bible here for you today, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. But in the meantime, let's open with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for walking with us. Thank you for never forsaking us. And God, when we're down, lift us up. Lord, when we're struggling, give us help. Lord, when we're happy, help us to share it with others. Lord Jesus, be with our families, be with our friends, be with those that don't know you. God, please open things up so we can see you so clearly and you will direct us so powerfully that we can follow your will and your way and we can help spread the good news of Jesus to an incredibly lost world. Lord, I thank you for all the churches in the Treasure Valley, all the pastors, all the deacons, all the board members. Lord, I pray you just direct each and every church and leader that we could fill our churches with people who have a desire to worship you. And Lord, that all of our church can bring people in that need you and that we could love them. We could encourage them. We could baptize them. And Lord, they would become your disciples too. Lord, we have a mission, and I pray that we can fulfill that mission. Thank you for these dear listeners, Lord. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I thought I'd go to 2 Timothy, and this is Paul. You know, he's uh, talking about the will of God and the promise of Christ. To Timothy, he says, My dear son, grace and mercy, peace from God, the Father of Christ Jesus, Lord be with you. Then he goes into a thanksgiving. I thank God whom I serve, and, and he goes on to thanks God. For people and for Timothy, and but I'm going to move uh, just to the third chapter today. This is a one and out type of thing, and so I just I just want to share some of of Paul's words to Timothy because I think it's important for us to realize what the Word of God says about some of these things. He says, "But mark this: there will be terrible times in the last days." Well, folks, guess what? There are terrible times in these days. We know what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. We know what's going on in other areas of the world, in Iran and North Korea. There is terrible times. We know what's going on in the United States. We see all the riots. We see all the situations. We've, se- we've seen a terrible epidemic of sin. It is terrible. And so it makes me think. But mark this, there will be terrible times the last days. I'm marking it. These could be the last days. He says, people will be lovers of themselves. Boy, is that true? They love themselves so much, they're all about themselves, not about anybody else, but about taking care of their needs. They're selfish. They're, they're tuned in to what they want, and they'll do anything to have it. It says they will be lovers of money. Oh, boy. 
People want money. Hey, we all like money. Folks, I like money. I like being able to do things that I want to do. I like to be able to buy something now and again, a piece of furniture or something, you know, now and again, or even a car every 10 years or so, whenever I can afford that. You know, we, but to be lovers of money, says in the last days, people are going to be lovers of money. They're going to do anything to hoard their money. Well, folks, that's why you see uh, not a lot of giving in churches. That's why you see that, you know, 22% of people actually tell in life because they're they're so caught up with spending their own money even even though it's god's become lovers of money said people will be in the last days will be boastful they'll be bragging about everything that's going on in their lives they'll be proud they'll be abusive they'll be disobedient to their parents is that true right now we're seeing so many kids that are disobedient to their parents ungrateful it says and unholy, living for and about the world. Then verse 3 says, without love, they'll be unforgiving. They won't forgive one another. And that is the greatest issue, I think, in, in Christianity, is people, the reason that they're failing in their walk with God is because they are not forgiving their brother or sisters. And if you can't forgive others, how can God forgive you, the Word of God says. It says they'll be slanderous, saying things about people. They'll be without self-control. They won't have any self-control in their life. They'll just be going and doing as their mind tells them to do. They'll be not lovers of good. It says they'll be treacherous. He uses all sorts of verbs here. Treacherous. They'll be rash. They'll be conceited. Listen to this one. They'll be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people, is how verse 5 ends. Lovers of pleasure versus lovers of God. Oh, they'll have a form of godliness. They'll claim they're godly. They'll claim they're Christian. They might even say, I go to this church. But the truth of the matter is, they're denying the power of God by the way they're living. And Paul says, have nothing to do with such people. He's saying, you know, run from people that are going to cause you to stumble. Run from hypocrites who talk all they want to talk about God, but don't live for him. That's what I said, I believe, is either the first part of this sermon or yesterday, is what angers me with the struggles I have most is with people who claim to be holy and godly and live absolutely contrary to that. People of God, let's be real before God. That's kind of been the theme of the whole week. They're the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires. They let the world get to them. The men allow the women to, uh, the, to abuse the women, and some women abuse the men, always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of truth. Why, folks? Because they are blinded. They have spiritual blinders on. God is far from them, but yet they claim his power. They claim his power, but they do not live in his power. 
They do not live in him. Just as Janus and Jamboras opposes Moses, so also those teachers oppose the truth. They are men of depraved minds, who as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not go very far, because in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. People will see how they're living. People will see that they are not of God. And that's it. You can say all you want to. I'm a child of the king. I love Jesus. I walk with him. I serve him. But if your life doesn't show it, if you're not a living witness for him, all you're doing is blowing hot air. And the Bible says people will know it. People will see through it. Your testimony will be crushed. And that's not a good thing. I wouldn't want to face the judgment seat of God with that kind of living people. But you can change it. You can change that. You can walk with God. You can be a better person. You can be more involved. There's things you can do. You have a choice. As I told my daughter all through life, honey, you have a choice. You have a decision you can make. You can make good choices or you can make poor choices. You can choose to run with the world or you can choose to run with God. Who are you choosing to run with? Who is it you spend all your time with? Do you have any friends that are in the faith? Do you spend any time with them? Do you have friends in the faith that you can go out and share love with others that don't have faith, that you can teach them the truth? Are you strong enough to stand your ground in defending God's truth? You know, verse 12 of this passage says of chapter 3 of 2 Timothy, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. It says you're, we're all going to be persecutors, while evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. While evildoers and imposters, imposters of the Word of God, only claiming but not living, and doing more harm than good, showing people and telling people how good they are, and, and, and people thinking, oh, that's what a Christian is about. I can do what I want, sin as I want, live like I want. That isn't it. And then he says in verse 15, And how far from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, for rebuking. Yes, there's times that we need to rebuke. We teach, but there's also times to say, Folks, turn it around. You're not living for God. Let them know why. You know, you're living in adultery, and you know that's wrong, but you claim Jesus. You know, you come and you live in sin, but yet you claim Jesus. You know, we need to rebuke them in, in, the, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in a positive way. You remember what the Bible says? He says, gently restore those that have fallen. Gently restore them. Lift them up. So finally, in verse 17, he says, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. He wants us equipped to do good for him and to just really stand up for him and let the power of God develop in your life. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. And folks, yes, he knows you've sinned. 
He knows you've fallen short, but he's there to rescue you, to bring you out of the deep, miry clay and give you a new start. Hey, let's have a new start today. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I ask that you give us all a new start. Help us to love you more, serve you more. And Lord, if the things we're doing that we need to stop, give us the strength to do that. Help us to make great decisions. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.